Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast, where we take bite sized pieces of the Fit Design content you know and love and break it down for you into easy to understand bite sized episodes. On today's Fit, on today's FitBite, I'll be giving you guys a little sneak peek into some of my favorite fashion hacks. A lot of these are nice creature comforts that you can use today to streamline how you approach your personal style, getting dressed, and maintaining your wardrobe. Go through the entire episode and let me know which of the tips you actually found most useful in the reviews below. Also, if there are any other tips that you guys can give the other members of this podcast or the listeners of this podcast, feel free to share your insights as well. The first tip on our list is going to be when you have a non-functioning zipper. And this is by far one of the most annoying things that undoubtedly all of you guys have experienced at one point or another. Whether it's with your favorite top or a new pair of joggers, the ankle zipper or the side zippers not working or getting snagged. This is extremely annoying and honestly, it can lead you to not want to wear that piece altogether, especially if it's non-functioning. So there are two kind of different tips and tricks that I've given here. So there's one main one and a bonus one. The first one is on the zipper track itself, if you're noticing that it's getting snagged or it's snagging or it's uh, not moving as freely, you can actually try adding a lubricant. Obviously, most people have Vaseline at home and you can apply that quite delicately onto the zipper teeth themselves and that should help the zipper puller head to slide more readily on the track. The other option is if you feel that your zipper puller head is likely to come undone over time, so it's getting looser and looser and you can feel like you almost can snap the zipper puller off the track, here, you'll want to tighten the zipper puller head on the track. You can grab a pair of pliers, press down on the head itself, aka where the zipper puller attaches or it links up with the actual teeth, and that should help to maintain its durability long-term and should help to bring back that tension in the zipper puller. Number two on our list is to pay close attention to how often and how you wash your garments. So something like denim, is important to not wash every single time you wear it. I know this is a bit counterintuitive, but listen to me. When it comes to denim, washing them every single time is the fastest way possible to break down the denim's like textile rigidity, to make them feel very, very rough and stiff, and ultimately you can even cause tears or rips in fabric if you do this very often. Um, all of the cleaning agents and a lot of the bleaching agents and a lot of the disinfectants that we use on textiles really do a number in terms of breaking away the softness and the kind of natural drape of the fabric. So with denim, try to avoid washing them too often. I would say wash them once every four to five different wears. What I'd recommend is when you get home, definitely make sure that you're taking them off, hang them to let them aerate, and if necessary, even press them or actually iron them. This is going to help them look kind of pristine and clean without having to break down the fibers every single time by washing them through the machine or hand washing them. The second option is if you're washing things like dress shirts or higher end garments, definitely consider hand washing. Putting them through a machine is a fast way to completely destroy your garments and I definitely would not recommend it for 99% of the pieces that you're going to be wearing on a regular basis. Also consider washing them inside out. So when you're washing them, especially with a hand wash solution, you're going to be applying friction onto the surface of the fabric. By washing them inside out, you're not actually manifesting or applying friction on the surface of the fabric that is outer facing. So this is also going to help maintain their durability and their appeal long term. Again, 
if you have the funds to it. I definitely would recommend, especially on some of the higher end pieces that you wear, such as suits and dress shirts that you wear with suits, definitely do consider dry cleaning them. You don't have to dry clean them after every single time you wear them, but dry cleaning them every once in a while is going to go a long way towards maintaining their aesthetic, their appeal, and going to keep them looking in top shape without having to wear them down over time as you try to get them clean for your next use. Number three is find and develop and maintain a good relationship with a local tailor. So why pick one tailor specifically and why try to maintain that relationship? Well, number one, there's sort of a learning curve that any tailor that is worth a damn has to go through to learn your body, to learn what you like, to learn how things should fit, to learn your specifics. So by finding a good tailor, by committing to them, by creating that loyal bond between them, they're more committed towards giving you the quality of service that you're looking for every time, especially if you are going to pay for that customized service and they learn your body over time. A tailor is so important, especially when it comes to the classic men's pieces. We're talking dress shirts, we're talking dress pants, we're talking suits and blazers. These kinds of things, believe me when I say that fit is going to be everything. You can buy the highest end suit from Zenio or Tom Ford, but if it doesn't fit the right way, ultimately it's money that is ill spent. So focus on getting the fit right first, develop a good relationship with a tailor, someone who's able to give and take with you and watch the dividends come over time as you begin to improve and to build on your wardrobe. Number four is using a shoe tree to maintain the long-term durability of your shoes and the shape and overall aesthetic of your shoes. There are three different types of shoe trees that you can use and honestly, any of them are better than none of them. The first one is going to be kind of one of your most available and readily available. It's made out of plastic and will typically have this hinge end and those are great. They're widely available, they're relatively inexpensive, but if you do have a shoe that's made out of a very soft and stretchy leather, it can stretch it out if it doesn't fit the right way. The second option is a shoe tree with an adjustable middle so you can pull it up and down. And with that one, it's going to be made out of plastic, but it's going to give the perfect fit on your shoe. So if you have a softer leather, it's going to help not stretch it out, but at the same time maintain its durability. And then the last one is going to be your cedar shoe tree. It's going to be very similar to number two in terms of its adjustability from the middle. So it's not going to overly stretch your shoe, but at the same time, the wood there is going to help absorb the moisture from the inliner, which is going to help to maintain the durability of the inliner. It's going to help it keeping fresh and it's going to maintain the, let's just say the form, the shape, the structure of the shoe so that every single time you wear them, they feel exactly like the first time you took them out of the box. Last but not least is storing your suit pants or your trousers on a hanger with the bar in the middle and ultimately they keep slipping. Anyone that's ever experienced using this kind of hanger knows what I'm talking about. Typically, suit pants are made out of a high quality wool and this can actually be quite slippery. If the, the bar itself doesn't have any friction or any sort of ways to keep the trouser intact, what's going to happen is the trousers are going to slip. So what I recommend is interlocking the legs one after another and we'll cut to b-rolls and you can see what I'm talking about. And this is going to help sort of add counteracting pressure onto each side of the hanger and it's going to keep your pants upright and perfectly hanging on the bar. So thank me for that tip later. Well guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this Fitbite. Hopefully you've enjoyed it and learned a thing or two. Let me know in the reviews below which of the five tips and tricks you guys found to be the most useful. Also, if there's anything I missed out, let me know in the reviews below. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Fitbite. Until next one, stay awesome.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fitbite. If you did, please consider leaving a review below. It really does help us out. Let us know what episodes you want to see next. And until next time, stay awesome.